Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. How many of you know this is a time you cannot live like you lived yesterday? The thing that I have resounding just over and over in my mind, in my prayer life, in the things that I am paying attention to right now, and I'm a very intentional person. You know this about me if you've worked with me very long at all, but I'm always asking God, what are you doing? What's going on in this time? What's happening in the earth? And it's true that everything is different. I don't know anybody who doesn't agree with that, that things have changed. 2020 changed everything. There was a huge pivot. There was a shift. Uh, Mike Bickle has called it a transitional uh, decade in history that began in 2020. And I think that's right. I mean, you'd have to just be living in a, in a cave not to know that things are different. And so people choose different ways to react to that kind of realization. And tonight, uh, we're going to talk about five signs of burnout uh, that people are experiencing and why they're experiencing it and what can be done about it. Uh, This is a time where colleagues peer-to-peer need to be able to huddle up, talk about some of the hard subjects that we're all facing and come up with God's wisdom, hear and discern God's wisdom about how to face these things moving forward. I wanna throw out this question. What is the best advice you have ever been given? And if you're willing to share, go ahead and just uh, send that in to us so that we can hear. I'll tell you one of the best pieces of advice I ever received in my profession was when I was transitioning to a new team. And the one of the leaders in the former team said, Linda, when you go in, when you go into the new team, watch for the first six months to 12 months, watch the lay of the land, see who's leading, who's following, what the agendas are, what the, what the hidden agendas are. You can always spot those. But if you just go in barreling in without taking time to understand who the players are, how people are functioning and what the agendas are, you can really go in and make a big mess right away. A lot of people want to go in strong up front and um, they end up upsetting the status quo in such a way that it makes it hard to ever regain. So I appreciated the advice that I received from this mentor who said, Linda, when you go in to the new team, first, first six months at least, get the lay of the land, watch how things flow, watch how decisions are made, see what the priorities are, and then walk in wisdom. I'll tell you that in that situation, even though the first six months felt like I was going rather slow and wasn't making much of an impact, this opened the way for me to actually have great impact in my career over the years that followed. And um, now I look back and I'm just so grateful for that advice. I hope you are letting people know who give you advice, how much you appreciate it. Sometimes you don't realize how great it was till um, time has passed and you see some of the results and then look back and can come back to them and and thank them. But uh, too few people think to go back and say thank you to a leader who's given them some great advice. So feel free to share with us other advice you've gotten so that everyone can see it. You can do that in this dialogue. 
through any of our social media on fire with Linda Fields, Seven Impact. Uh, you can find us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Well, tonight we're going to go ahead and jump into the subject of the evening, and that is the subject of burnout. I was looking at an article today, I was doing a little research on this, and I found a Harvard Business Review study that had uh, some signs and reasons for burnout. I wanted us to maybe look at those together tonight. So I'm just going to go with them kind of point by point. Uh, Now, before we do, let me just ask you, would you say that you think you're suffering some type of burnout? Now, I've heard uh, a lot of people talk about being discouraged. They may not have used the word burnout, but it's similar. Uh, I've heard people use the word confused, thrown off, off center. Uh, these are uh, uh, these are phrases that we use. You might have heard others or used other phrases. But what we mean uh, in this discussion about burnout is that things aren't right. They aren't like, they aren't optimum. They aren't the conditions in which you would normally find yourself thriving. And how many of you tonight can think back with me to a time when you're like, you know what, that was the best. That season was the best. I was making sales. I was making deals. I was flourishing. I was hitting the mark with my relationships, with my work. I was the go-to guy or the go-to gal. And and you you look back with fondness to another season in time where you would say, that was just the best. And if you were to compare that time that was the best with the season you're in today in 2021, what are some of the differences that you would notice? Well, here's one I think that might come up in your list, is, and that is workload. Statistics show that even though so many people are working at home now, and you would think maybe they're working less because they have time in their home, but guess what? It's the opposite. They're working more. They're spending more hours glued to their computer screen more hours working and more hours doing whatever they can find to try to make sense of the job and less time with the people, our friends, our family that they're associated with. Statistics are showing that families are communicating less, that anger is on the rise and mental illness is on the rise. And you go, what in the world? The workload is crazy, even though it sounds like it should be the best optimal situation. Now, we've heard some good reports, people spending time with their kids or doing extra projects with them that maybe they didn't do before. And so we're not saying it's 100% across the board, but we're saying the trend is showing that the workload uh, is way beyond the person's capacity. Now, that is a symptom of burnout. That is a symptom of things getting off key. Now, I want to give you sort of an opposite perspective that is my own. Are you ready? So I'm giving you the number one Harvard Business Review observation, workload is too high. I want to tell you what I think is behind that type of problem. And it's this, that the vision is too small. When your vision is too small, you can waste a lot of time just because you think you have extra time to try to get something done. You don't have the stimuli that you would normally have in all the face-to-face meetings, face-to-face conversations. 
And maybe your vision has slipped. This would not be uncommon. And it's nothing to feel guilty about. But maybe your vision has shrunk. Maybe your vision that you had early in 2020 and times before that, which was high and hopeful and exciting and full of ambition and holy ambition and things you wanted to do. And maybe now what has happened for you, as with so many others, is that your vision has collapsed. It has become too small. Now you're like, whoa, you're not starting out very easy on us tonight. Well, you know, I'm always going to give you the truth, right? Somebody said I give a kick in the pants, but in love. So get ready to take a few notes tonight and ask God, ask yourself, is my vision too small? Has my vision imploded? Has it slipped? Has it shrunk? Has it evaporated? In fact, because why? Well, let's go to the second thing. Actually, the the article I'm referring to says that the next big reason for burnout is perceived lack of control. Hey, I think we can all safely say right now, we are not in control, right? And yet, were you ever really in control? Maybe the adjustment that is needed here, for those of you that are believers who want to work on fire with God in every season is that you throw your hands up and say, God, I never was in control. You are in control. You have me. You've got me. This is such a great position for you to thrive from. When you say, God's got the reins. He will show me what to do. I'm going to listen. I'm going to lean in. I'm going to spend the extra time not on trying to figure out all my computer projects because I'm working at home. I'm going to spend that extra time in prayer. I'm going to get up a little earlier. I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier, 15 minutes earlier, and just get before God. And I will tell you that I believe that is the one most important thing you could be doing right now in order to salvage your vision and bring it back up to where it's meant to be and right size your vision according to God's plans for this time. And that communion with the Lord is what will set you up to hear and discern with wisdom what it is God has for you to do, how he would have you walk, how he would have you work, how he would have you relate to other people in this time. And so the second research-based idea or reason for burnout is perceived lack of control. And what I'm telling you is you were never in control in the first place, but God is. And once we recognize that, that is huge. It's huge. You know, I love to think about the story of Moses. I so often relate to Moses' journey of leadership. And there was a time where he said, this job is too crazy for me, too big, bringing all the children of Israel out, trying to figure this thing out. And um, if you remember, uh, God was talking with him about it. He would talk to Moses face to face, you know, like a friend. And so when Moses said, uh, I don't know about this, he was really having a lot of questions. And, and the Lord was just saying, you can do it. You know, you just need to go on. And Moses said, if you don't go with me, I'm not going. And I'll tell you, that's right where we are. God's men and women on assignment in all seven spheres of society Tonight, one of the smartest things you could say to the Lord before your head hits the pillow and you call it a night tonight is, God, if you don't go with me, I can't possibly do this. I can't possibly go. You know, we have said so many times that the 
the ways and wisdom of yesterday were for yesterday. And that um, what's needed moving forward is a new level of intimacy and wisdom from God. This is true. I believe this with all my heart. I feel it in my work. I, as you can see, have rebranded with the on fire because I believe that this on fire type mentality and, and spiritual living is the only way that you will succeed. And it's what God has in mind. It's what he's been calling us to all along. It's just that now he has our attention. So the third uh, sign of burnout, according to the typical research here, is that the rewards a person is getting don't match their what they're looking for in terms of rewards. People think of rewards in terms of uh, the paycheck or in terms of status and that kind of thing. And, you know, I think it's time to redefine our rewards because God is a rewarder of those who seek him. And there is no reward like going to bed at night knowing you have done everything you could to serve your customer. There is no reward like going to bed at night and, and thinking back over the day and saying, God, you gave me just the word of encouragement my team members needed. Thank you so much. That's a reward. And that's a reward that will, you'll carry all your life and you'll carry it right into heaven. And you know, the things you do on this earth, on this side of heaven, have a lot to do with the kinds of things you're going to do in the next season in the millennial kingdom. And it's an incredible thought that I remember changed my life once I got hold of that probably 15 years ago. And so God is a rewarder of those who seek him. And the rewards you get by living a life that is on mission with what God has for you to do, and that uh, is realizing you're not in control in the first place, that's yielding the reins to him for the leadership, and seeking his reward is a reward that truly satisfies at the deepest level. So it's time to redefine the word reward. Well, the fourth reason the research says that you can burn out is that you don't have a supportive community. Now, that's a very real fact. We were made to run in a pack. We were made to run in a team or a tribe. And in On Fire with Linda Fields, we're building a, a kingdom uh, colleagues connection group where we're going to know each other's vision and call each other to it. And there's a lot we'll be saying about this as we launch it in the, in the opening of 2022, but we're stirring the ranks now, getting people ready and hungry for what this means. You see, you were not meant to work alone and nobody succeeds alone. And so the idea that you need to be involved with other believers who think like you do, who understand your calling, who are supportive and encouraging about your mission um, are the ways that you want to build a lasting kingdom community. One of the things that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, and I want to just go ahead and do this now, is the onfire.global summit coming up. And what we are doing is showcasing some stories of leaders who have done phenomenal things in many of the different spheres of society. We have the story of Tammy Lane, who went from being a stay-at-home mom to a movie producer. And I love the way Tammy tells her story. She's so humble. When you think of movie producers, do you typically think of a humble person? Well, probably not. And uh, Tammy, in her interview uh, that is part of our summit, unpacks what it was like to just get a dream from God that the Lord said, I want you to build a biblical set, a filming set. 
And so she goes, okay. So I had to tell my husband the next morning, oh, God told me to build a set. And he's like, what are you talking about? And the way she followed this vision out, it was a huge dream. She didn't have burnout because her dream was too little. It was so big, she couldn't figure out how to do it. And you're going to love the story of what has happened so that now this woman is literally teaching the leaders in the film industry of how she's bringing them together. She herself is an influencer. And to see what God will do with a housewife that has a dream dropped in her heart that won't let go of it, I know will inspire you to pick up your dreams again and go after them like never before. So the On Fire Summit is going to showcase stories from many walks of life. And that's just one to kind of whet your appetite. Well, I'll tell you the fifth reason that the research says um, that people are burning out is that their values don't match the way the values in their work are mandated. And how many of you know that now, uh, like never before, the values in our workplaces are very often quite counter to our Judeo-Christian work ethic. And so this is a day where your values, you have to know that you know that you know what your values are. And I'm sure you have some things you would think of right now, even if I ask you to make a list of your values. But let me give you four that all of us can take and begin with right now. Are you ready? The first value is one I've already mentioned tonight, and it's the word and the characteristic of being humble. It's humility. You know, humility is the characteristic that doesn't think so highly of yourself that you lord it over other people or you don't extend a hand to help somebody come up. You know, when God gives you success and blessing, it's so that you can turn around and help other people come up as well. Humility has a right perspective on who you are and your giftings and your strengths. It's not false humility that says, oh, woe is me, I'm terrible, I'm useless. That's not a good compliment to the God who made you. And so it's seeing yourself rightly and then being willing to see others and help them. So humility is a characteristic that the world needs to see among leaders in our society today like never before. We're not the know-it-alls, but we do definitely have things to offer and bring to the table. And we do so in a spirit of humility. Another value that would be perfect for your list, the second one, is the value of generosity. You know, generosity is not always thinking, what can I get? What can I gain? What, what's in this for me? Instead, generosity shows up to say, how can I help? How can I contribute? How can I be a blessing to the people at this table or in this situation? So generosity shows up in the way we use our time. Generosity shows up in your bank account as you watch where your money goes. And generosity uh, shows in your acts of kindness that you extend to those who are needing your help. So the first value is humility. The second one is generosity. And the third one I love, and you won't be surprised that this is the value of prayer. And it means that we do everything from a place and an attitude of prayer, which acknowledges our need for God. It acknowledges that he has the plans and the blueprints that we are needing in order to be able to do our work and that he liberally shares them with you. How are you going to get these plans if you don't spend time cultivating your relationship with God and stirring up your prayer life the very first thing every morning? Many of you have participated in prayer plan your life 
which is at prayerplanyourlife.com, where you can get your own journal, prayer journal, and create your life plans. And this is a, a very practical way of connecting the spiritual part of your life with the practical part of your life where you walk it out. You know, too many people I've watched over the years come to different conferences and attend things where they get very excited and inspired, but they do not have tools in their hands to go home and live differently. And this is such a passion for me that you can always expect when I do a teaching or host a conference that we are setting it up so that there are takeaways for you to discern from God how it's going to work out in your life and begin to put what you have learned to work immediately. And this comes because we pray, we hear God, and we bring those solutions together. And the fourth value that I'll put before you tonight, it's the value of faith. And you know what faith is? Uh, without The Bible tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. And faith is believing that what God has said and what is in his word is the truth, even when you do not see it. So my friend, I want to encourage you tonight to reframe the way you're viewing your own situation. And if you found yourself thinking or saying or ta uh, talking to others with words that are discouraging, saying, I'm burned out, I'm just not on my game, I've lost my fire for living and working and doing the things I used to dream about, I'd like to ask for you to reconsider that dream again tonight. Because it's God in heaven who puts those dreams in your heart and he doesn't change his mind. And so if you will begin again to look at what God's called you to do, and if you don't know, we have some things that can help you find that out in uh, the, some of the coming days is something that everyone should participate in. And you can do it from your own home and in the comfort of your home office or your uh, work office. If you have one where you go to work, you can invite your team. If you would like to host it in your church, we have a few people doing that that are already uh, making plans to do so. And what's going to happen when you start engaging in ways to learn these spiritual truths and be inspired by these testimonies and stories of success is that you're going to have tools you need to put to work in your very own life. And you're going to begin saying things like, I love my work. I've reconnected with my vision. I remember now what God called me to do, and he hasn't changed his mind. I believe with God that my future is secure and that it is good. I know that God's going to show me how to operate in sticky situations or difficult situations. God is my provider. God is my protector. We're not saying that things haven't been difficult. They definitely have been difficult. There's no arguing about that. But what we are saying is that the way you walk that out as an on-fire believer for the Lord Jesus Christ in your particular assignment has everything to do with your day-to-day -day life and work and the results that you're going to see coming. You see, God has not given up on us. God has a way forward, and he wants to talk to you about it in your prayer time and in your prayer plan, your life, and in your discussions with one another. So God bless and keep you. As you ponder the things that we've talked about, I'd encourage you to listen to this again and take some notes and ask the Lord to breathe on what he wants you to do next. When I participate in a training like tonight, I always ask God going in, Lord, speak to me. What do you want to tell me? What do you want me to shift or change? And when you have this type of heart posture, you know what happens? This is really exciting. 
he gives you something. He gives you a specific highlight that you're like, you know what? That was all good. But this, this point, this was just for me. You take that, you pray about it, you respond, you make the changes God's asking you to make. And you know what happens next? He gives you more. You see, when we react to the things God is giving us, when we respond with a a teachable heart and with a pliable, teachable spirit, I'm telling you, there is no limit on what God can show you and how far he can take you. And I know that God is looking across the earth right now saying, how are my men and women in all seven spheres of society where I've placed them to shine? How are they responding? How are they doing? And he is ready to help. He is always ready to help. And he has specific instructions for you, my friend. So I'm going to close this with a prayer. Open your hands like you're expecting to receive because he is ready to give. Lord, thank you so much for your fire starters who are joining in the conversation tonight, who are hearing this teaching across our social media platforms and who are saying that was just for me. It's just what I needed. Lord, I pray that you would give each one something very specific to their own situation and that they would feel their hope rising up, that they would feel reconnected to their vision and their dreams, that they would have the desire to reach out and link arms with kingdom connections as we are forming even now in these calls and that their faith and their belief would align with what you've spoken over them and that they would have a hopeful perspective tonight as they go to bed in the morning when they wake up and that through all the day, throughout all the day long, they will hear your Holy Spirit whispering encouragement and affirmation as we, your fire starters, set the world on fire for the Lord Jesus Christ in this hour. So glad you joined us for the Linda Field Show today. We know that you are busy and that your time is important. To help you accomplish more of the things that matter in work and life, Linda has created the Prayer Plan Your Life Productivity System. This valuable system guides you to minimize the noise that threatens your progress and make the highest and best use of your time. Come on over to lindafields.org ppyl to order Prayer Plan Your Life today. Get it done today. Make it matter tomorrow. See you over at lindafields.org slash ppyl.